Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to our program, Free on the Inside. I'm your host, Mr. Joy Lewis, and we're just open up with a uh, musical selection, just part of a musical selection for Ronnie Mays. He's a good friend of mine, and we want to thank God for for him allowing us to use this music. We want to thank you for being a part of what we're doing this morning here. For God have arrived and let his enemies be scattered. You're listening to a great podcast, Free on the Inside, is who the Son said free is free indeed. I encourage you to continually to the walk the path that God has chose for you. I encourage you to never give up on God, and God will never give up on you. I say these things, and I don't say it at a miss, and I don't say it without a misunderstanding, because I know that 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 this that the life that we live is dangerous and it's treacherous, and it seems to be chaos and confusion and mishaps at every turn. But if we know where we're going and if we know who we're walking with, it'll make everything all right. I would just like to uh, pause here for a moment to give you our call-in number, that number for you too can call in the show. Call in to the show and just say hello to me and the guests. And we had some, uh, we had a great guest last week, but that calling number is five six three nine 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 thirty five ninety six. Please make note of that number. Uh, use it whenever God touch your heart to give us a call and just say hello and speak to our guests. And last week, as I made mention, our guest was Pastor Kerry, and he gave us a uh, a glimpse of his. Uh, uh, of his three-part series called God Blueprint, and it's a three-part series, and we're going to uh, bring him back on here so he can give us uh, part two and three to follow up on that because we want to be well informed. But again, I want to thank you for tuning in to us. And I want you to go and check out our archives section of our, our podcast. You know, we've been doing this a number of years, and there's some stuff on there that you probably would be uh, – uh, valuable to you. It may even blow your mind, you know, and we've been doing this a number of years, and we thank God for all the men and women that made themselves available to listen to this podcast and be a part of what God is doing, not so much as what I'm doing, but what God is doing, you know, because I guess I think about how God could use someone like me, how he can use someone like you to change the course of, of, of a neighborhood, the life of a young man, a life of a young woman. You know, James put it like this, them that are saved, they sold from death. They cover a multitude of sins. Hey, man, if you save a soul from death, you can cover a multitude of sins. And, you know, past, present, and future is where I like to look at it, you know. So I want you to uh, let, I want to encourage you to continue the journey with God uh, have chose you to uh, walk on, walk the road. And so uh, as I think about how good God has been to me, I'm very mindful that, that we're living in a, in a dangerous society and seem to be chaos and confusion at every turn. And, you know, uh, and, and I got to thinking about it. I was talking to Ronnie Mays, and, you know, Ronnie had this album uh, that it had 11 songs that I just found out he had, and I'd been talking to him for a number of years. And I got to think about, we'll be surprised of the, uh, of the background of the people that we encounter. You know, I do ministry. I go to jail and prison and street ministry. And, it, and I, you know, and it, it blows my mind to hear the background of these men and women in which we encounter. They are very educated. They are very skillful. They are very oratorical. You know, they can talk. <laughs> and yet, but yet they find themselves in a bad situation. And a lot of times, I, as I uh, 
engage in a conversation with them, and I just try to see where they at and where they're going. And I find out about them, and I find out that they have been told some time ago that they that they will they will never be successful, and some of them may have been successful at one time, and then just dropped the ball, and they, it was hard getting back into that into the flow of things. And, just the other day, now I'm still talking about uh, you know the people that you encounter. Just the other day, I was listening to a news article, and it was uh, you know Webster or one of the dictionaries come out every year. They have a new word that they add to their dictionary, a new word. And this year, they was talking about gaslighting, and gaslighting, and you know, and you may have heard that word before, you may not. But that's a psychological word, and that's a word that people use at various schemes. You know, male and female. Is trying, that word said that you learn you manipulate a person, that you trying to control a person, that you trying to devalue a person, and you just think about it. Gaslighting. Have you ever did that, anyone? Have you ever tried to manipulate someone? You know, have you ever tried to control someone by the words that you say? Have you ever devalued someone? Gaslighting. And that's something that we may be doing unawarely. But if we know better, we'll do better. And I got to thinking that how often have I failed short of some things because someone had had misinformed me. Someone had devalued the things that I sought to do and the way I felt about myself. And I fell into that trap. But I want to encourage you today, don't fall into that trap. Don't fall for the okie dokie, you know. Allow, allow what you know what God says about you. But he said that you're the head and not the tail. He said, I'll make you above the situation, not beneath. He said, I have you on that potter's wheel, and I'm shaping and I'm molding you to be the person that you want me to be, that you are successful, that you are an overcomer, that you are more than what people say about you. Don't let society gaslight you or your family or your friends. Don't let society devalue you with the things that you uh, have embedded in you. When someone uh, said, said that you'll never be anything, but yet you have a book in you. You said, man, I want to write this book. You said, man, wait a minute, you can't write no book. So you may say, hey, I want to go to school. You know, someone said, well, I don't know about this. School is expensive. School is this or school is that. You know, they're trying to gaslight you. Yes, they may have your best interest in heart, but their best interest is not uh, the best interest for you at that time. Their best interest is not your best interest at that time. Now, you have to look into that now. You have to know who's giving you this advice. You have to know the genesis of where it comes from, and that way you'll know how to govern yourself. Because we're, let's face it, we didn't get here by ourselves. We all have had some mentors or some uh, wise person in our life that tell us, uh, you know, give us instructions or give us some information and inform us of some things. I didn't get here overnight. I thank God for the people that encouraged me, that prayed for me, that picked me up when I fell down. And guess what? I was mad at them sometimes, and I didn't want to listen to them. But as I look back over my life, I say, surely it was good good for them to tell me that. It was good for me to go through that. And sometimes I even wish I could see some of those people to let them know, hey, that your labor wasn't in vain. I look at those, and I thank them for what they had done in, in my life. And I want you to know without a shadow of doubt that God is able, amen, and that he's able to do what he say he's going to do, and, and he'll do it all the time. 
Again, you'll listen to free on the inside of the internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all that you could be in Christ Jesus. And, and as you think about how you could be, I want you to know that as you go through life, as you meet people at various times and in various situations and various and in various opportunity, that you too can be an encourager of someone, that you too can uh, let someone know how good God has been in your life. Amen. I'm, I'm simply trying to make some notes, so I'm a little bit a little bit off now, so please forgive me, but I'm going to let me put my pad and come down here and get back to my topic here. And you know, I, I wanted to share with you some things that lay well in my heart. I was just thinking about Ronnie Mays and, and how they count. He's up in age now. He can't do the things he used to do. He had a very beautiful voice, and he still has a voice in an elderly state uh, status. And I got to think about as I go out and do ministry, he goes with me occasionally. And, and you know, even though I don't or feel like that he's able to do it sometime, but he encouraged me to say, hey, I'm okay with this. And I got to thinking, if he's okay with it, why should I say that he's not okay? Why should I not? Why should I deny him? So we, uh, uh, so he comes along with us, and we have a great conversation, and, and he's encouraging me to continue to do what I'm doing. And I'm here to just encourage you to continue doing what you're doing. And I got to think about the song that I played a bit of it. Said, it said that I'm encouraged to follow Jesus. He said that I'm encouraged to follow Jesus. You know, he's up in age now. He can't do the things he used to do. So he's, but he still said he's encouraged to follow Jesus. I want you to be encouraged to continue to follow Jesus, continue to walk with Jesus. And I thought, I got to think about what the scriptures say about how Jesus met this man named Nicodemus. And they said that Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. And he said, hey, I come to you because I know some things that you have been done, and I want to get some clarity on some of those things there. I want to encourage you in, the, in your midnight hour, which is relative speaking, God, anytime that you have some doubt in your mind and, some, and, and miss out on some opportunity, anytime that you've been bothered and burned down with something, that could be the midnight, that could be the midnight of your hour, of your time, that you could be in the it could sun could be shining, but it's still dark in your in, 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 in your life. It could be dark in the thing that you're doing. It's that it could be midnight or uh, whatever you're doing. And Jesus will encourage this man here. And he said, now, wait a minute. That bird of bird, I tell you that no one can seek the kingdom of God unless he's been born again. You know, you have been gaslit about all these things concerning world and world affairs, about religious obligations. You have been gaslighted about about you have to have this perfect sacrifice where we know that these sacrifices are good, but they weren't perfect because you had to do them every day. You were, uh, you were being gaslighted about all these different religious uh, obligations that you was that you had to attend to, which you put more on man and which you can't even uh, adhere to, uh, to yourself. You've been gaslighted saying that we got to come to this one place here to worship God when I met this Samaritan woman and she said, wait a minute, we Samaritan, we worship her and you Jews worship there. And I told her because she had been gaslit because of the things that she was told and brought up with and the people that she was associating with, religious people. And I was telling her, hey, wait a minute, one day you're not going to worship at this mountain, you're not going to worship over here in Jerusalem, but you're going to worship God. In, in, in truth and in power, we're gonna worship God right where He is. You know, we have been gaslit. I want you to know today that we have been 
sit on fire by things of this world where sometimes people say advertisement at this time of year is saying bye, bye, bye. You know, pursue, pursue, pursue. We're being gaslit by the things of this world. Yes, we want to get out and we want to socialize. We want to have a relationship with people. But mind, uh, be mindful of what you're doing. Be mindful of the consequences. Be mindful of your surroundings. Amen. I want you to know that regardless of what's going on today, that you can be successful. And Jesus told us, uh, told Nicodemus that you have to be born again. Nicodemus said, whoa, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. I know you're a wise man, and I heard about some things you've done, and I didn't even see this. But how can someone old now be born again? You know, surely can I go back into my mother's womb and be born again? That's what Nicodemus was saying. Nicodemus was looking at that thing all wrong. And in your life and in my life, can we recover the thing that we're lost? Can we make up for the youth that uh, – in our youth, that we wasted our time, the miseducation. No, 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 no. But since you know better, you can do better. Amen. And, and Jesus was telling Nicodemus, say, hey, you know, verily, verily, I tell you that no one can, uh, in, uh, that flesh and blood will not enter into, uh, verily, verily, I tell you that no one can enter the kindergarten unless he be born again, been born a, a, a wide and other spirit. It's a spiritual uh, reconnection. It's a spiritual birth there. You know, as we as we know more about God, old things should be passed away, and we should become new creations in Christ Jesus. We had our guest on last week. He was talking about God's blueprint. God have a blueprint in store uh, that's laid before each and every one of us called the Bible. From Genesis to Revelation, he ordered our steps. He directs our path. You know, as I stated earlier, we all are familiar with a GPS system, and a GPS system knows your location but until but in order for you to get to your destination you got to it sets out a route for you and it, it, if you uh, follow that route and uh, you and you follow the command of that route you'll make it that safely but along that journey along that journey the journey of life the, the journey of uh, of, of uh, obligations the journey of family the journey of uh, jobs i'm just putting it like that we don't have challenges we have challenges at every turn but guess what? If you plugged into that GPS system that we know about, that physical GPS system, it'll redirect you and it'll say, okay, uh, at this next exit, takes, uh, uh, at this next uh, turn, take an uh, exit or something, uh, like, or something like that. And then I like when we are messing up, when we get off the path that God had chose for, remember he told Joshua, Joshua 1, he said that Joshua, I don't want you to go to the left. I don't want you to go to the right. I want you to stay on the straight and narrow. And I, and again, as we start our journey, sometimes we we get a little uh, a little uh, out. Uh, let's say we get a little uh, uh, distracted. Amen. We get a little distracted, so I, we take our eye off the ball, and we may have missed the things that God has in store for us. But lo, oh, oh. He give us an opportunity to turn around. He give us an opportunity to make this thing right. At the first available U-turn in, in, in the kingdom of God, that means that when you come to yourself, when you realize that you made a mistake, an opportunity for you to repent, you can turn this thing around. Amen. And Jesus told Nicodemus, said, Verily, verily, I tell you that no one can enter into the kingdom of God unless he is born of the wild and of the spirit. And I want you to know today that we all have an opportunity to be with God, but unless your heart right, unless your unless your your mind is set straight, you're gonna miss the mark. Amen. Don't let this society, don't let this world, don't let the uh, the naysayers uh, gaslight you and get you off the path that God have chose for you. And I think about uh, running 
and as he's up in age now, he said, hey, I have this, I am encouraged to walk with Jesus. I want you to be encouraged to walk with Jesus. I want you to encourage your family, friends, and associates to walk with Jesus. I was talking to my brother-in-law just last evening, and we was talking about the uh, the affairs of the world, uh, how people that tend to have given up on life. They've given up on their future. They have fallen okey-doke, and they have fallen into this thing where they've been gaslit, that they'll never be successful. They've been gaslit. That uh, that they'll never uh, uh they'll never recover the things that they lost. They've been gaslit that they that they're not valuable in society. Well, if not, what makes a person go into a job and just shoot up a fellow employee? What make a person go into a school and kill uh, a school age kid? What make a person that breaks into a house or of, of men and women that just kill them in the middle of the night? What makes a person just drive, uh, do a drive-by shooting on the freeway early in the morning before even the sun comes up or late at night before it's even midnight? What makes a, what makes people do all these things? Because they done fell into this trap of not being valuable. They done fell into the trap of not being successful. But if you look into the word of God, if you know what God says about you, he said, hey, I will always be there for you. He said that, hey, I would never put no more on you than you can mentally bear. And you have to hold on that. But, yes, some people, they miss the mark. But those that know better should do better. Those that know better should tell somebody else about, should tell somebody about how good God's been to them, how God is blessing them, how God has things in store for them. You know, I said from time to time, help change a life. And I really mean that with, uh, sincerely from my heart. Help change a life. But I didn't get here overnight. I bet you did. These are, guess what? Because someone told you about how good God is. Yes, you may have grew up in a church, but yet you strayed away. But yet someone still told you, child, you can do better than this. Child, you don't have to go through this. Child, won't you get yourself together? <clears throat> There's nobody but God and his representative that's encouraging you. I think so much in the Bible to use ordinary people to do extraordinary things. How he uses the things of this, uh, that we're familiar with to encourage us about things uh, uh, that are to come. The uh, the prodigal son that we make mention in the Bible said that's prodigal son is just like me and yours, just like me and you, just like our kids, just like our parents. Sometimes we get beside ourselves and we want to leave the blessed place, which is the home where mom and them have everything there for us. You know, we got a place to live. We got a roof over our head. We got food. We got clothes. And sometimes we want to try things on our own and we get out there and see that the world ain't cracked up with it. Be. Wait a minute. You mean I got to pay to watch cable? I never had to do that at home. You mean I got a phone bill to pay? I just thought it was just a gift and I just got free service. You know, we never think about those things when we leave home. I'm talking to the choir now because we know about it. But now, since our young men and women, they want to leave home and they want to experience life and we want them to. We don't want to, uh, we don't want to handicap them and we don't want them to be spiritual uh, 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 in their development. You know, we want them to be productive and useful uh, members of society. But and so we have to let them experience some of those things there, and we have to correct them when need be, and not to be and not uh, to be too hard on them. And I'm speaking from experience. I have grandkids, and I have sons and daughters, and sometimes I see the fuss more than I have to. But I thank God that I am able to. Uh, still encourage them and assist them in the best way I can and let them know, hey, 
some of the things that you have to get yourself out of that you're not going to always have me and mama right there. You're not going to always have grandmama right there that you have to take the responsibility. And guess what? Because we had to do it, too. When we were growing up, we moved over. I'm talking about us as a society. We moved to a low-income part of town, and we got some, you know, the apartment that we could afford, and we got the car that we could afford. And sometimes when you don't pay your car, don't you go outside and the car come <laughs> You call the police like the car being stolen. The police say, wait a minute, are you paying your are you paid your car note? You know, you find out your, your that you your car being repossessed and you come home and, and you see your uh, your lock don't work on the door, you say, Oh man, the lock must be messed up. Go around the letter. I say, Wait a minute, yours for some rent, you know. So these are things that we have to uh let our kids experience sometimes and let them know, hey, it's gonna be all right. Then the lights get cut off and they call you up. And say, hey, I need you to help me with my life bill. How much is this? A thousand dollars? Wait a minute, what else? I thought you only paid hundred eighty dollars a month. Yeah, but I had been paid, <laughs> and now you want me to help you out. You, you know what? You're going to sit over there in the dark for a while and teach you a lesson, but you will, uh, you will get out of this situation. And guess what? It'll make a better person out of them. And, and I was thinking about our, uh, our little topic today. Uh, I, it brings a smile to my face because. <clears throat> Um, me myself, I went through a lot of those things, and I know that you have too. And yeah, you look back over your life and you say, "Wow, I thank God for allowing me to go through those things. I thank God for allowing me to experience that. I thank God for encouraging me through His Word." Uh, and I was at, like Nicodemus said, "I came to Him in the middle of the night on my bending knees, and I want to know, God, can I? Can you get me out of this situation?" And He encouraged me that. Hey, I got to turn my life, my will over to him, and I got to do better because I know better. You know, I can't just keep holding on to these old lifestyles and these old habits. I got to learn to let go and let God enter in my life here. And I want to encourage you the same thing, way to let go and let God. I want to encourage you to hang on in there. As we're getting ready to wind down this program, I'm only doing a half hour today, but I wanted to let you know that I was just thinking about how good God's been, and I was thinking about running maids there, and I got to thinking about how good God had been to him, and how in my latter part of my life, I could look back and say, surely God's been good to me, how he opened up some doors that I didn't even imagine could be open, how he closed some doors that I literally tried to pry open. Hey, you ever tried to pry open some doors that God had closed for you? Wow, you just couldn't do it, could you? No matter how much you begged that person to come back, they wouldn't come back. No matter how much you wanted that job to work out, it just wouldn't work out. Why? Because God has something greater in store for you. And as you look back, you say, wow, I am so glad about those things there. You know, as you uh, as you go through life, I want you to have a, 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 a well-rounded experience in life. I want you to be happy in our situation. You know, Paul put it like this, I learned to be content at all things. You know, hey, wait a minute. You be telling me, even when I got this going on, now, well, I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm going to be content knowing that God holds all power in his hands. Amen. I learned to be filled when I'm empty. I learned to be uh, content and happy in the midst of everything that's going on here, amen, because I know that Christ dwells richly inside of me, amen. And I learned to be patient with people because God was patient with me. I was talking to my brother-in-law just the other evening. We were talking about street ministry and, and ministry as a whole and, and how we encounter men and women at various times that are just mean and evil and spiteful, and we realized that because of the condition they're in, because of the way they've been held, the way they've been gaslit for a number of years, 
that they just uh, they, they just got this uh, uh this rough exterior that's uh that they're always defensive about some things and we try not to take it personal and I made mention to him that uh, as I do mention I have a soft I have a soft heart but a thick skin I have a thick skin but a soft heart put it that way I have a thick skin but a soft I got I got to have that turtle mentality you know I love you but I'm not going to let you derail me from the thing that God has for me. I'm going to speak the word of God to you uh, with uh, with love, with patience, with authority. And if you receive it well, if not, see it. And I'll see you next time. I do mentor it. Sometimes people tell me, hey, man, I don't need all this. I don't need that. And I just say, well, okay, then I, you know, uh, I wish that you would think about it differently and they'll walk away from it. But later on, they'll come back and say, Mr. Lewis, I want you to continue what we started some time ago. I see the errors of my ways, and I want to turn this thing around. And that's what we call repentance. I want you today to look around and see if there's anything that you need to repent for. Is there anything that you need to change your ways on? Maybe it's a loved one that you dare talk to badly just last season. Maybe there's a family member that you've been estranged to for quite a while. Maybe there's a coworker that you need to uh, make amends with. It's a disqualified people call God love you. Quick trying to control people because God loves you. Again, Jesus told Nicodemus, early for I tell you that no one see the again unless they are born again. You and I have an opportunity to be, uh, to see the mouse, have an opportunity to hold behold his glorious face, but we have to be born again. I'm going to right there on that government and carry you to continue to hold on to God's unchanged hand. And then I call it Lewis 563 You can call the program and be a part of what we're doing and let God arrive and his enemies be scattered in Jesus' name. Amen. And let his enemies be scattered in Jesus' name. Amen. you to know that everything's going to be all right. As we get ready to get on out of here. We want to uh, share with you a portion of scripture. Uh, not portion, I'm sorry. We're going to continue this song here about uh, Mr. Ronnie Mays, and we're going to close out with him. Amen. So God bless you. Enjoy your balance of your day. I'll be back with you shortly for a closing prayer. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, dear Lord, how you continually encourage us, dear Lord, through words, sons, and deeds. How you letting us know, dear Lord, that there's no other way. How you letting us know, dear Lord, that yes, even though 
our, even without doing our misunderstanding that you can make things right. Let us be mindful of the things that you have said about us, things that you have said to us. Let us be mindful, dear Lord, that there's no other way to uh, in your presence, dear Lord, to do our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Precious Lord, I God, we pray for our every man, woman that listen to this program, dear Lord, that they be encouraged, dear Lord, that they continue to hold on to your unchanging hand. We pray that everyone have a great day in the Lord. Watch over them, keep them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. You'll listen to Free on the Inside uh, weekly podcast from 8 to 9. Please join us again and be encouraged, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Until we meet again, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.